0: Now it is time. Now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine, Character Combine. Yeah, you're ready. Yeah, you ready. When he goes beyond the scoreboard, the scoreboard. Coaches, coaches, I want you to have the type of voice, type of voice that your athletes will hear decades later decades. and still recognize the leadership that you hold in their life. In their life, in their life. Get this thing, get this thing started. Welcome to the Character Combine podcast. I am Josh Takimoto.
1: I am Deb McCollum.
0: And we're back again we, with, uh, with another fun topic. Here we are. Here we are. Um, yeah, we had a couple of really good guests the last, last two episodes.
1: We did. That was really fun, too. They did a good job.
0: They did a really I, good job. Yes. You know, it was, and I hope this is okay to say. Um, I didn't ask them if this is okay to say, but it was funny because both of them were kind of like, as we were walking into um, where we record, they're kind of like, I don't know. I've never done this before. Yeah. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. But they, they, I would have never guessed that they've never done a podcast before because I thought they both did really well.
1: I thought that they did great. And yeah, they were both like, oh, I'm nervous. And yeah, they did really good. Even um, yeah. uh, AJ afterwards, I, um, I saw her when I was training my girls last night. She's like, did I do okay? Was it okay? <laughs> did I do good? And I thought she Oh, did. Yeah.
0: absolutely. No question about yeah. it. Me, on the other hand, it was a little rough. <laughs> we were, you know, when we listened back the next day... Um, you know, I, I, obviously, I listen to it with a critical ear, mm. as do you. And mm. then we talk about it. Yeah. That's why we've told you guys in the past, we've scrapped whole episodes mm-hmm. because we went so far off topic right. that it just didn't make any sense. So we had to re record and, and try to do better. But um, man, the intro for AJ's podcast was brutal because apparently I'm a terrible listener <laughs> and I didn't hear you singing.
1: You didn't hear me <laughs> singing. My feelings were hurt.
0: And then I stared at you like, why are you staring at me? And then it, threw everything off, which was really weird because we've... no, Like I said before, no one's saying we have amazing intros.
1: I think some people might. I think Maybe. Some people I might. think at
0: this point it's kind of become a thing. <laughs> like, okay, this is really weird. They say their names They're... and then you don't know what's going to come after that. I know. But the last time, I feel like it was for me at least when listening back to it, it was interesting because I feel like it kind of threw off certain dynamics that you and I have when we typically record. Right. And that was interesting because... It might be one of those things that no one else notices, right. and I'm sure that's the case. Or some people are like, the dynamics not that great, anyways. So what's the, what's the difference? <laughs> We're good. <laughs> We're good. You guys We're aren't trash that great, anyway. right? Exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, oh no, this is uh, this is rough. And then I, as I listen to the rest of it, I'm like, man, it really did throw off certain dynamics. Again, maybe it's just yeah. us, but.
1: Well, I yeah, know. I messed up a few times with. With pizza, the pizza part, Papa, I said Papa John's, and then I meant Papa Murphys, and then I went back and then
0: but then yeah. I messed up that same part no. i I said Papa Murphys, I meant Papa Murphys, and then at one point point I said, "I hate Papa Murphys, yeah. so the whole <laughs> thing got really messed up, but all in all, it was a good episode with a j yeah. yeah
1: um a j so did great. we did, we did not <laughs>
0: scrap that one that was yeah. that was one time, one shot. we were good, <laughs> but uh the more I thought because it's like you know, like we've always talked about as athletes right when you lose it bothers you yeah. which is a good thing because you hold yourself to a higher standard and for me at least when I lose at something I can't wait until the next week or the next game and it kind of drives me crazy until I get to that next opportunity to prove to myself right you can do this the correct way right Same thing with this. This was a week later. I'm like, I can't wait to record again because that last one was so bad. Um, If you
1: guys don't know which episode we're we're referring to, it's with Alexis Johnson. Yes. I don't know what episode number. Anyway. At this point,
0: I'm not sure. So we haven't released it yet, but by the time it's released, yeah. Yeah.
1: Watch people are going to be like, we, we don't know what they're talking about. And then they're going to go back purposely to listen to our yeah, message. It's, like, it's like, oh, you know what? This. They were
0: really bad. Or he was really bad. Now
1: that we've pointed out our flaws to you guys, you it wasn't so go much, Dad. It was my fault. It was my <laughs>
0: fault. I, I I can take that one. That's, that was on me. I <laughs> need to that. listen better.
1: All right. Yes, you do. How dare you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hindsight, it was lovely singing.
1: Oh, thank you. You're welcome. See, I will, I'm getting more comfortable. So maybe <laughs> next time I might you know bust out a couple of verses but that was all nice. i had that day it was just my name and i missed I don't it. even think it was my full name i think i just sang like my last like the ending of my last name
0: yeah that's what it was I but it was, it was it was very nice <laughs> thank you it was kind of like we were at a concert <laughs> and there was this like your favorite song came on but i was texting and i missed the whole thing yeah rude and like why did they perform that song well they did dummy
1: you didn't hear it
0: you're, yeah you're playing on your phone so you
1: missed it <laughs> and you've been giving me Trash about not singing, and I sang. That was one of
0: the worst parts about last week's (laughs) is that I gave you trash right after that. I'm like, Yeah, you're not gonna sing. It's like, Oh, she did three seconds ago. (laughs) Anyways, like I said, you know, the more I thought about that and the more it was driving me crazy as we were preparing for this week's topic, I thought it actually kind of goes hand in hand with um, what coaches deal with when they first uh, assemble a team or start a season, and that's Mm -hmm. setting the tone, right? And I think obviously we joke about it, Mm. but the, the tone for our recording was set early on. And I think it threw us off a little bit. Mm. Um, it's like, if, if, you know, this was a a wide receiver quarterback, um, relationship, like you had one route in mind and I Mm -hmm. ran the opposite. So the ball went a completely different direction. Mm -hmm. And so that can happen a lot, I think with teams that um are just starting the season or maybe a team that's just formed you know maybe it's a team like an aau team or um, a rec league team that's just put together you know how a coach sets the tone um, really can have an impact on the entire season and you had said something deb uh, which i think is from your experience both as a coach and a teacher Mm -hmm. um, as far as what it looks like if either way if a coach how the coach sets the tone either way affects the season right and I forgot exactly how you worded it but
1: yeah Um, are you talking about when I was talking about either like you gotta find a balance like whether it's
0: no, it's more like um, positive or negative. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, hard yeah. to. I yes. think you said it's hard to come back from that, or it's hard to yeah. rebound. I forget, however you worded it. So
1: well, there's an article that you sent me, and I want to give them credit, but um, maybe we could. We could I'll,
0: pull. I'll pull it up. Okay. Later.
1: But um, it said that you know once a team's culture becomes ingrained, and that's at the beginning, right, you set the tone at the beginning of the season. Um, when it's ingrained, it's uh, it's difficult to shift in the opposite direction and to bounce back from that. So if a, right. yeah, if a team if a season um, or team starts off on a negative foot, however that looks, whether it's you know, um, and we'll get into this in a second, whether it's the coach didn't set the tone right or something threw the team off by something an athlete did or or I don't know, or or the environment or what have you, mm-hmm. but once it starts. Often in a negative direction it is hard it's a lot of work to shift it and to focus it in a positive direction it's sure. possible it's not impossible but it's a lot of effort and it might take a while and so that kind of delays your goals and your um you know overall mission for your season usually if it gets started off in the wrong foot
0: right um so yeah the article that you mentioned yeah. that we we're kind of basing this whole episode off of because we're just basically going to go through the five points that right. are in this article and kind of talk about them a little bit. Cause we think they're important. Yeah. And some of this stuff is so similar to what we've talked about in the past, but some mm-hmm. of it's not. And so right. we're just going to kind of go through it, but the article is on medium.com. Okay. Anybody who's familiar with medium it's by Deke Copenhaver. And it was from a few years ago, 2015. Um, but it's called setting the tone to create a culture, why it's important and how to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you no, know, you're absolutely right. And I think it's even so- something that's as simple as so, say you're a coach and it's the first day of practice for that season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're not, maybe you're not, um, maybe you've been super busy and it's been a little bit hectic. And your first day of practice is not really organized. Right. That can really have a huge effect on practices moving forward if it's mm-hmm. not quickly established <clears throat> that, yes,
1: right.
0: you know, I, I typically have a plan, you know, things got a little crazy. You know what I'm saying? And right, I've seen teams like that before where, there was never a um established order of things at the Mm -hmm. beginning of practices at the beginning of the season and then you look at the end of the season those practices look exactly the same when really way way prior to that the practices should be kind of like clockwork there's certain things warm-ups
1: right um
0: how the practice starts off right should be basically the same for every practice right right and then beyond that depends on you know what game's coming up and who you're preparing for and and what needs to be worked on but there's certain things where it's like you just kind of set the standard of what a practice looks like or a game too. Right. I remember, um, I can't remember how many years ago this was. It was quite a while ago. I saw Bella Vista High School and Woodland High School. They were getting ready to play in a playoff game mm-hmm. over at Sac City, and um, I was just, I remember I was just really impressed by the Woodland High School team because their warm ups when they were hitting wiffle balls, when they were stretching, when they were you know playing catch it just it looked so organized mm. and uniform you could tell that their coach had set a precedent and had set a tone for right. hey when we warm up mm-hmm. it's not hey throw the ball around you're chasing after a ball yep. you might do this stretch you might do that stretch it, it like they were running in lines mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i yep. think from a competitive standpoint that's kind of intimidating when you see a, a group yeah. that's that uniform uh-huh. it's almost like a it's almost like a military mindset yeah. a little bit
1: Right. Um, and there's a lot of power. Sorry to interrupt you. There's no, you're good. when a team watches that or coaches, even as a coach myself. Right. And we, you know our, our girls are getting are doing their own warm up bef- before we step in, and you know we're helping them. We're pitching balls to them. But once they're when they're doing their warm up, we're watching the other team and our girls at the same time, and it's intimidating sometimes when the other team is is uniform and they're like clockwork, and no right. no athlete is left behind, and like they're all together. It's, it's a, it's a statement to the other team. That's a good way of sure. putting it. Yeah.
0: yeah. No. I, and you know, it's funny. And I, I don't know how you felt when you were playing, but I remember growing up ever since playing like little league and pony ball all the way through high school, you would hear coaches say that same thing. It's like, Hey, we're trying to make a statement with how you warm up, pretend like, you know, act like you've been here, yeah. act like you know what you're doing. And you yeah. kind of hear that as a young athlete. It's like, okay, yeah. whatever you say, man, let's, <laughs> yeah. let, let's let us do our thing right. so we can get into this game. But I think the older I've gotten, the more you realize mm-hmm. it's like, okay, that's, that really is a huge part of the mental yeah. game, the competitive mm-hmm. edge that you get from the mental game. Mm. But more so than that, it just sets a precedent for your team. It's like, no, this is what we do. This yeah. is how we do it. So, yeah. um, anyways, yeah. do you want to, you want to jump into the first point?
1: Yeah. Um, well, and let me really quick, yeah, a, please. just as you were saying that last part in my head popped up, um, a memory of when I was playing travel ball. Um, so on, on the on my side on the athletes on the athlete side I was playing travel ball um, out of a team in Tracy and for our last season or our last few tournaments for some reason our co- and mind you our coaches were ex military mm-hmm. and so um, we were very organized we were very we walk in together in two lines and um, then all of a sudden he wanted us to walk in two lines and whatever side you were on like that's the side you wear your bag on so we all are looking mm, the same and. Right. We had to wear our helmets walking in so we oh. we put our batting helmets interesting. on <laughs> and we walked in all right i'm laughing now because i'm like i'm just laughing because i'm like oh my gosh I, we either looked ridiculous like it must have been like or we were or we were looked at as oh i don't know that's <laughs> interesting
0: i was gonna say I, I was on board until that last part
1: <laughs> we put our helmets on <laughs> that may be been a step too far coach i don't well and i don't know that's interesting
0: <laughs> or they're <laughs> like those those girls are crazy.
1: Crazy, yeah. We're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's another... That's funny. Yeah, like we don't care. Right. Yeah, no No Fs given. Ooh, can yeah. I say that on this podcast?
0: We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a letter. It's fine. You didn't it's say the word. Letter. It's no, all good. No, I
1: didn't. Okay, anyway. So the first point um, being is um, be a leader who you would want to follow. Right. And that's the first point of the article. I really liked it because it talked about putting yourself in your team's shoes um, and just focusing on being a, being a coach, you know, when they say leader, we, you know, being a coach who your, your athletes look forward to going to practice Mm -hmm. to playing games because um, they know that um, that it's going to lead them to success because that coach has set a tone for the team. And you know what? And, and athletes, and as much as coaches may not think they want this athletes want structure Right. They want that tone set. They need it. And right. um, it throws them off, you know, as a former athlete too, it throws them off when a tone isn't set. If right. there's no clear, like, they're like, well, what are we aiming for? What are we, you know, supposed to be doing? What is this supposed to look like? It throws them off their game. And so it's really important anyway for the coach to set that tone, but it's more important for a coach to be the coach that their athletes want to you know they want to be their athletes if that makes sense i don't know if any of what i just said makes sense
0: no it makes a lot of sense yeah. we we talked about that a little bit with vicky warren yeah from Castle uh, casa roble she talked about that right. um, and was saying the same thing i think that's why they have i think she had like the the target goals or the the vision goals that yeah, she yeah. puts up in her class yeah she said because it, it gives them something to strive for right and so um yeah i think so and that and it, but it creates a, a culture of of structure as well yeah and so I, I think that's really important. And I think, absolutely. I mean, you don't want to follow someone that you would, or you don't want to be a leader you don't want to follow. Right, You know, yeah. I, I think that it doesn't make really make any sense. Right. And I can think about leaders that uh, I've followed, and you you don't really think about it in the moment, but you look back, it's like, okay, I, I've, you know, when I, when I lead my own teams, mm-hmm. I've taken pieces of what mm-hmm. they've done. Yeah. And you look at the mentality that they have. Right, And absolutely. it's kind of the same thing. Right. Um, Sorry, I got just dis- I, oh, no, okay. I, I got distracted. Some some weird text just came through my phone. <laughs>
1: he's looking at his we're, phone like I know. what? <laughs> this, is, this
0: is where the last one went hey, off the rails.
1: Josh puts his notes in his phone, so he's I do. At- sorry. He's not just texting to be rude or to ignore my singing. I should have I should have sung while you looked at your phone to see if you were listening. I didn't think about that.
0: Nice job on your song. <laughs> I think I missed it. <laughs> I'm not going to get caught this time. It.
1: I did a whole concert. It was a Lady Gaga song. You missed oh, it. Oh, I great. missed the whole thing. It's great. No, sorry.
0: That just threw me. I had a, there was like one of those like spam texts that came yeah. through. I'm like, what is this?
1: What the heck?
0: Or it's going to offend someone that oh. actually texted me. It's like, no, that was a link I was trying to share oh with you. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> it didn't
0: they're look like, like it.
1: They're like, I know I texted you because you announced it during your podcast that you got yeah. a text.
0: Yeah. Thanks, jerk.
1: Thanks, <laughs> jerk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if that, if that was you, I'm not responding right now. So, um, What is what, this? What was my ridiculous.
1: Thoughts? Well, oh,
0: being a leader that you want to follow. Yeah. Um, no, like I said, I look back at leaders that I have a lot of respect for, mm. and you try to take you know pieces of of what they've done, but then you look at their mentality, and it's like, and you get to know them a little bit. It's like, yeah, they would they would do the same thing. They're they're leading that way because right. that's who they would want to follow, and you yeah. look at who they look up to. Yeah. And it's it's the exact same thing. So, mm. um, you know, it's just it just makes I think it just makes sense.
1: Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. As a coach to. Like get, put yourself back in it or put yourself back in the mindset of I'm an athlete what do I want my coach to look like right and then that's you know and then that's kind of what you aim to be maybe plus more right yeah
0: yeah well I think you have to be authentic too yeah um, and I think this is something maybe we can talk about in more depth down the road, but sometimes I think when you when you think about a coach you have a very I think there's probably a, a very stereotypical idea of what that person's personality is like. Mm. And I, I think I've had coaches with different kinds of personalities yeah. and they've had a ton of success. Some were more A type, you know, right. loud, um, more boisterous. Right. And then I've had others that I don't even know if I've heard them raise their voice,
1: yeah, but
0: they have the same kind of impact. Uh-huh. Um, I think the moment we try to become a coach or a leader that we're not is when we start getting into trouble because right. the athletes can see through that. It's like, okay, I feel like you're trying too hard. You know, right. when someone's trying too hard, it's just, right. it's, yeah, not no. gonna wor- it's not going to work. It's not going to work.
1: Right. Don't, yeah, don't be inauthentic. And right. And just like you mentioned, like there are coaches who um, use their voices and they yell, 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 not to be mean, but just to like, that's just how they coach. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it depends, you know, they know how their athletes respond and there are coaches who... Who are more observant and won't and won't yell and then we'll just talk, get them together close and talk. Like there's just different. And I've tried to be, I've tried things out in terms of, yeah. I guess, being an inauthentic. I didn't know my authentic self until years down the road coaching. Right. Um. That and then I found out that in practice, I'm very vocal. Mm-hmm. Very vocal. I'm yelling at my girls. I'm like, like, um, not in a bad way, but you know, no, coaching no. them. You guys and are then, coaches. You guys yell. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And then in games, I'm a little more back right. and I observe and watch and my and I have my and the the coaching staff that I work that I worked with they were a little more vocal and then um, I'm more of when when my girls come in the dugout that I'm talking to them so it was it's just interesting to so it might take some coaches especially if you're a new coach some time to figure out what your authentic leadership skills are
0: right yeah what I think and we this is my last thought and we can move on to the next okay. point but I think it's a good idea uh, to find – I've always encouraged students to do this. Find someone – like if you have a dream or there's something you're passionate about, find someone who's doing that thing to try to learn from them. I know yeah. uh, Kevin Bracey talks about that all the time, how he, he sought out Les Brown and just you know, started asking him questions, and then started traveling with him mm-hmm. and speaking with him, and yeah. that's something that I think he said before. He places a lot of value on that. Try to find someone that right. has that thing. So, okay. I think the same thing applies to coaches. If you are a young coach, right, I think it would be worth the time to find a coach that you really mm-hmm. respect and have the conversation with them. If they're yeah. willing to, uh, if they're willing to sit down with you and let them pick your brain, right. Can I said right. Let yeah. them, yeah, pick your brain. No, let, let you pick their brain. Yeah. <laughs> they don't they don't care what you have to say. They've yeah, been coaching. We we're both going to yeah. lead
1: all of you in the Whew. wrong direction. We were both like, yeah, you said it right. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> what the heck? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if they let you pick their brain, right. That could be really valuable. Right. Because they have, well, I mean, you're a perfect example, actually, because you coached under a coach for, was it five or six years with Mary Jo? Um, yes. Seven? Five years. Five years? Five years, years yes. Um, yeah. Mary Jo has, I think she said, like 40 plus years of coaching experience. Yeah. yeah. I think 20 something at Sheldon. Uh-huh. So that there was, was a, I have to, Yeah.
1: You just said a number. It was funny because at one practice, she told our girls this coaching staff has over a hundred years of coaching experience. Yeah. I mean, cause there's five of us and, sure. I, and I, and I like looked everywhere and I look and I, in my head I'm like, well, I don't contribute much to that number. I, <laughs> so, it's, so that goes, she's to, basically half of that though. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's crazy. She said something to that effect anyway. So it, for me, I was just, for me, even I was just like, holy crap. I'm right. with, I'm with an awesome coaching staff. Not that I didn't know that already, but I didn't think it, about that. Cause my girl's eyes got hecka big and they worked right. all of us. And, and I was doing that too. I was like, holy crap, we do? And that's like, pretty good. Yeah. That's
0: really good. <laughs> Sorry
1: to, mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. That's yeah. a, perfect, that's a yeah.
0: perfect, you know, kind of way to round, round that yeah. that first point out yeah. is that, no, you you had experience coaching under a really well-respected, um, well-experienced coach. And so I'm sure you learned a ton of stuff from just being around her and conversations you had with her. So, you know, all I have to say is, yeah, I think partially what can help you be the leader you want to be is you know finding people that are leading that way right and then that will Mm -hmm. that will trickle down and affect your athletes but anyways we've spent a lot of time on point number one
1: yeah that's point number two here we go point number two um always be accessible Mm -hmm. so as a coach um and we've touched on this topic before um just being as a coach when you are able to be collaborative with your coaching staff with your athletes Um, it creates an atmosphere that fosters trust because then your coach your staff and your um, student athletes know that they can come to you and with ideas or concerns or Mm -hmm. um, just anything even even if it's out honestly even if it's outside of the sport itself for your staff um, and your student athletes I guess I mean I guess within certain boundaries that you want to create can come to you Um, with other things outside of sports, personal stuff, or, or what have you that creates, um, that is the potential to create a really positive environment with you and your team is just to be accessible and just to be there.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. And I think, you know, like we've talked about in the past, you know, when you, you spend that much time around your team, Mm -hmm. the athletes spend that much time around each other throughout a season. Uh, you're going through the ups and the downs of the season, the wins and the losses, right. the adversity that happens throughout a season, the physical conditioning and strength training that where they really push themselves, and they, right. the teammates grow closer to each other. All of those things, I think when you when you're in that group together for as long as the season is, mm-hmm. um, I think there's there's definitely potential for your athletes to come to you with things. So yep. whatever whatever it may be, if they're dealing with some personal stuff, if they're struggling mm-hmm. with stuff, if they're struggling with uh, uh, certain subjects, right. you know, in school, right. Whatever it might be, it, it the, the sports field and the a sports team is really a perfect place for them to right. come and, and say, exactly. Hey, I'm, I'm having a difficult time with this. Right. And so if that becomes the case, you want to make sure that you're creating a culture and you are giving off a, um, a feeling of, Hey, you can come approach me and right. It's not just about the X's and O's here. right You can come talk to me about life. If you're right. struggling with something, like I want to know because I, I like we keep saying I care about you as a human being, right. And so yeah. if I can help in any way, mm-hmm. then please approach me or any of the coaches on this coaching staff because we right. have a desire to help you throughout life. right. And so um, I know there's been coaches I've had where I'm like, yeah, you know what? I, I know I can talk to that coach about something.
1: yeah,
0: And there's been other teams where I'm like, yeah, probably not.
1: Yeah, you know, right. and
0: it's not that those coaches, um, are bad people, it's just, and it, they may, they may have the desire to help, right. but I think there has to be a point where you as a coach either verbally right. says, Hey, if you guys need anything, come talk to me, right. or you just give off that vibe where the way your style of coaching, the way you are in practice, the way you are in the community, right. they just know, right? you know, and I know through combine, I've met a lot of great coaches right. that are like that, where you see them, you know, not just coaching their, their students, but then you see them, you know, investing in their families right. and investing yeah. in them as students and then helping them as they continue to go on throughout life and their right. careers and college and all yeah. that. So, um, it, it's, it's a it's a weird thing, but I think you do need to make sure your athletes understand that. Yeah. Right. You can come talk to me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've had both happen in terms of, and, and mind you, I'm just an assistant coach or, you know, was an assistant coach for this program, but I've had, um, a parent of one of my girls even like text me like in the middle of the night just saying, you know My daughter's really upset this mm-hmm. and this happened at home It was like a personal issue at right. home like a family thing and so the next day I um, And she goes to my school and I'm a teacher there So I was able to help in terms of hooking her up with some counsel there Because um, it was it was something that I could not give advice on like sure. I'm not was not my expertise area but right. I was able to help so I um, So that was good in terms of, I'm, and I, you know, I, I guess I never verbally said like, Oh, I'm open. I mean, me and this student's mom, we were close anyway. We're good friends. So just knowing that she could come to me and the head coach and whoever was, um, I think that that really helped her, um, with that so that she could move on with her life and just have a great season in general. And then I've helped, um, girls who would come to me for workouts. And so
0: oh yeah yeah
1: and so so just on both of those sides but it's really and i think a lot of coaches do this and i've seen coaches help their athletes but that sets that definitely sets a positive tone for i trust this coach they're there for me and um that creates um buy-in too and and what have you so it's good
0: yeah and i I, it's not something where a coach needs to feel that they need to take on all of that either right 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 right. Um, just like you said if it if you feel like it's something that's really serious, mm-hmm. um, just kind of above your pay grade right. or above your expertise, sometimes the best thing is to say, "Hey, I, I let's let's talk to someone or let's find someone yeah, that you can talk to about pretty, this." Mm-hmm. The 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 worst thing that can happen is if you just hear it and you know something's wrong and you should mm-hmm. pass it off to someone, but you just don't. Right. It's like, you yeah. know, so we're not saying, hey, coaches, you need to be a counselor yeah, and try no. to break down someone's depression right. or some of their emotional issues. Right, right, right. Not at all. Right. It's like, again, just being there for them. And yeah. if you can give the assist yeah. and, and pass them off to someone else and say, hey, right. I know this person and this person will take you know, good care of you and and walk you through this process, whether it be a counselor or another teacher or whoever. Right. Um, You know, it's, it's really just, I think managing, Mm -hmm. managing the situation and and helping the athlete get to a place that's best for them.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I'm glad you said that. I even um, had someone, um, comment and I didn't give the details to this person. I was just like, Oh yeah, you know, so and so, you know, contacted me in a struggle and her kid is struggling and that's all I pretty much said and someone's like, Oh my gosh, like that, you don't need to take that on. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm like, Well I didn't. I just <laughs> right. you know, I passed it off to right. a professional and so and you know, that's just what I did. So it wasn't an issue of like, oh, it was no one no one crossed a boundary line or you know, sure. It was something sure. to where I just I I knew that that's what I had to do. So, um, yeah, I think that's important for coaches to know, like, there's no pressure to be like everything for your players, but just to know that you are accessible and that you are there for, to help them with, with something, with that next step.
0: Right. And it goes, you know, like I said, the overarching theme of this podcast is setting a tone Mm -hmm. that, that helps set the tone for your team and the culture of Mm -hmm. your team. I think that's probably another good thing too, is we're talking about team culture and what yeah. does your what, How does your team operate? Right. What's expected? What's the standard for your team? And then, right. you know, what what can you expect when you become a part of this this right. culture and this team?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, point number three.
1: Point number three, which brings us to our next point. Um, point number three says to always maintain composure. Yeah. And this one's tough to do <laughs> as this a coach tough. and as an athlete to maintain composure.
0: Yeah, yeah it's pretty rough sometimes.
1: In the uh, yeah, in the sports and athletic world, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's super exciting. It yeah. can be exciting in a good way, and it can be exciting in a bad way. In yeah, like absolutely. our, you know, it's just it's <laughs> yeah. high tension all the time. Right. So it's sometimes it's tough to keep. A composure. I mean, easier for others, maybe harder for others, but. Um,
0: Depends on your personality, probably. Yeah. And the level that you're playing to. Like, the higher oh, yeah. you that you go and the more competitive mm-hmm. level you're playing at, yeah, the worse it gets for sure.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and this article just points out that um, a cool and level headed coach helps to foster a calm. A more calmer atmosphere within mm-hmm. that sports organization. Right. Not that we need to meditate and do yoga for practice every day. <laughs> like not that calm. <laughs> sure. We're not talking about that calm. Right. Um, right. Just in terms of, um because in in a game, athletes do. I mean, as coaches, we teach them they do need to keep their composure. They need to be able to control their body language because what happens is it get it. I think athletes think that it'll get a rise maybe out of the other team, but really they just get inside their own head when they're not composed. That's
0: absolutely, it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they and that can just throw. And not only that, but it does not help your team. Does mm-hmm. not help your teammates when you if you see a leader on your team or anyone for that matter lose their cool on the field, the court, whatever. The rest of your team kind of just like feeds off of it. Right. We call it, in our practices, we would call it energy suckers. Right. There you <laughs> go. We were like, that's... don't be an energy sucker. Right. Like, don't, right. <laughs> don't, be, don't be throwing a fit right now. That's not, that's selfish. That's selfish of you to do as an athlete. Oh, yeah. throw a fit. Well, because so, all the
0: attention yeah. goes to that person.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's
0: like, oh, how bad do I feel? Oh, I, right. you know, I didn't make this last play. Right. No one really cares. Right. Except exactly. for you.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, well, until
0: it starts affecting the rest of the team, then yeah, everybody cares. And yeah. It,
1: and usually it does. I, don't, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm just making up this percentage in my head. I want to say if a, if a teammate loses their cool, it affects like 90% of their team. I bet like it or or everyone even it just in it at least for half inning. And I just made that up just now. Um, No, I
0: I think that's true though. And it not only it affects your team. So it's pushing your, your team in a negative direction and it pushes the opposing team in a positive direction because Uh
1: they see you falling apart.
0: Right. And we've talked about that, um, a lot before. And again, we've, you know, you and I, Softball, baseball, both pitchers. Right. Um, I mean, how many times have you been in a game and competed, and you look at the pitcher for the opposing team? They, you know, they're getting uh, rattled a bit. Mm-hmm. That just feeds oh. the other team because it's like, uh-huh. okay, we've got you. We're in your head now, uh-huh. and you've given us, yep. you've rented us some space in your head, yeah. and we're just going to continue to, you know, mm-hmm. drive that home yep. in, until you finally just fall apart. Yeah. And so, it, yeah, like you said, sometimes I think athletes think, okay. I'm really mad, and if I show them really mad, then it's gonna show the other team how serious I am. Yeah, no, you no. look like a clown out there. <laughs> you
1: look like a clown. Rarely have I seen an yeah.
0: athlete do that, and it's like, oh man, they're really serious now. Normally it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> we've got you, uh-huh. and it only took us
1: yeah. half an inning
0: to do right. And now for the rest of the game, you're just kind of done. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly.
1: And,
0: and you see that other sports too, where mm-hmm. like, and it starts like, like you mentioned, it affects your your team your teammates and they start focusing on that and it makes them mad and then you start right. seeing bickering on the same team and it's yeah. like once you see that well now it's like the whole thing is falling right. apart exactly. what are we doing here
1: right well and then mind you we're and i think everyone knows this i don't know if this needs to be said we're t- the c- the composure we're talking about is um is negative compo- you know yeah. negative composure in terms of it is yes if something good happens you, oh my gosh you should be on your feet you should be lat. like you should however you need to celebrate that right But anything that's negative, anything that goes wrong, um, that type of excitement, athletes need to learn how to control themselves. So, in going, I mean, so this point pretty much was for coaches also need to um, do their best to maintain their composure as well.
0: Right. And it it definitely affects their, a coach's composure will set the tone for their team. Mm -hmm. And how many times have you seen, an athlete in any sport lose their cool during a game and then you have the coaches trying to bring it back in yeah, yeah. At, at that point it's too late right because there's and mm-hmm. at that point it's just like well this should have been handled a, a while ago yeah or there should have been something that was put in place would say hey on this team
1: yeah
0: we work on keeping our composure uh-huh. we keep it we keep a level head like you said uh-huh. if you're trying to do that in the middle of a game yep. You're in the middle of you're in the heat of battle. It's gonna to be tough to bring that athlete back down yep. from that point. But it, if you start that from day one, then maybe right. you have a better chance. Now, like you mentioned, sometimes personalities, mm. it's gonna to be tough no matter what. Right. Um, and then there's there's probably things you can do. I mean, I remember seeing being in games, and you know the the rule kind of was don't throw your helmet.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking that. It's, yeah. I think I
0: think any any ball player kind mm-hmm. of thinks that, right? Yeah. And um, I apologize. I don't know what the equivalent would be in a different sport, but. At whatever it might be, I mean, football, throwing your helmet, whatever the equivalent would be. Kicking, a, sc- chair kicking bas- a chair on the
1: basketball. Like, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah.
0: Yelling <laughs> yeah. at someone or the ref, right? Yeah. Because of a bad call. Right, right, right. Um, it's like, you got to slow yeah. it down. And then when it does happen, I've seen some coaches at the beginning of the year say, if this happens, like you're out of the game. Right. Well, then it happens. It's like, hey, don't do that. Right. And they're still in the game. And then what that happens is it sets a, this feeling to the rest of the team. It's like, okay, so...
1: We can kind of do it anyway, even though you say...
0: Right, and then the worst thing that... And I've seen this before. The worst thing that a coach can do, in my opinion, in that situation, is if your star player throws their helmet or does something out of line that you would normally say, okay, if I see a player do this, they're gone. And you take... There's no consequence. Mm -hmm. And then another player that you consider a lesser skilled player does it and then they're gone. Uh That throws the team culture off so much oh, and i've seen it happen before and then you hear them okay. say seriously yeah what about him or what right. about her right it, it, in my opinion it's one of the worst things that you can do because then it for multiple reasons it like okay right there's favoritism right there's hypocrisy from the coach mm-hmm. and it sets a really bad tone and like you mentioned at the beginning the negative or positive tone that you said at the beginning of the year or practice or whatever is tough to get back I, i've seen teams when that moment happens the athlete who was kicked out of the game for doing something that the other athlete wasn't kicked out of the game for. It's tough to get that athlete back.
1: Yeah. As far yep. as
0: the coach's voice has no power anymore. because, oh, like, how can I buy anything? Because apparently you have favorites and right. the rule only applies to certain people.
1: Right. Yeah, no, definitely. That's something that's super dangerous. It's, it's hard. That's a really hard decision for a coach, but it's also a a very, to stick with it, even though it's a hard decision, the best thing you can do for your team Because, um, yeah, because then that creates an atmosphere of favoritism and hypocrisy. We even, I remember, I think it was last year or the year before, one of our star players, she's a stud. She she hit, you know, like a little dribbler and um, was obviously going to get thrown out at first. She did the thing that we, like, would pound into our girl's head. We would, she did... (laughs) She jogged down the first baseline and stopped before she got there Mm. when the ball was thrown and she just walked the other direction. In our practices, if you didn't, even if you were out by a mile, if you didn't hustle your butt down the first and run through the bag anyway, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, our girls would get drilled at practice for doing that and at games. And we had told the girls, I remember that... They're, you do that, you're going to get pulled. Yeah. And so this athlete did it. She didn't. And we teach them to jog, to sprint down the first baseline because an error could happen. Anything can you happen. You never know. You never right. know. Don't. Why are you giving up? That's a very, look at what, because you're embarrassed because you hit a dribbler? Like, right. that's selfish. So Absolutely. She she didn't run down the first baseline and we pulled her. And we put someone else at her spot and it, she was not happy, but it was like, no. you And so we held to it. And um, I think that if we didn't, I think it would have set a very different tone for the rest of our season. I think that that was like the smartest decision our coaching staff could have made was to pull her.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. I and I, I don't want to make it seem like I don't get it. I, I get it. Like yeah. I said, the higher level of competition you're playing at, yeah. the harder that decision is going to be. Yeah. Especially if you're in a tight game and that something like that happens. Mm-hmm. But like... Like we've said, I think, again, I like it. I really like what Dwight said when he was on here um, quite a few episodes back. You're coaching these kids when they're, what, anywhere from 14 to 18 years old. Right. They still have way more life to live yeah. once they graduate from high school. Right. That one moment doesn't really matter unless you take action and kind of teach them the right way to do things. Right. Or, hey, I, I said one thing. Right. Now I have to, t- there, there's a consequence to doing whatever you Know, yeah. in this case, throwing a helmet or not hustling, right? There's a consequence, and we said that very clearly at the beginning of this. We uh-huh. set this tone, right? We had to follow through, otherwise, you didn't really set a tone, right? You tried to put on a good face yep. and say, Hey,
1: mm-hmm. this
0: is what we're gonna do, but you didn't really mean it, yeah, and that's not gonna work that way,
1: right? It's almost like a team contract, like if a team yes. signs a con, yeah, we, we we would have it. I highly recommend if you do, if you're a coach listening and you do not have a team contract, to please make a team contract, um, because
0: so I'm not to cut you off, yeah. but I, I'm pretty sure. I think we still. I have one from the combine. We gave that away. Oh, very cool. A few times, okay. and I'm trying to remember if it was strictly a social media contract or oh, if it was okay. just an overall contract. But l- let me look around for that, and maybe we can put that out there. Somewhere. Oh, that'd be great. It gives okay, it cool. kind of gives you guys kind right. of like a, an idea of how to structure it.
1: Right, social yeah. media. Oh gosh, that could be a whole nother podcast. Oh, that is. We need to talk. Yeah. Oh man, we gotta talk about that. Oh no,
0: I have someone in mind for that one okay, for sure. Cool. Yeah.
1: Sweet. Okay. But um, yeah, but. It, it, it's setting a tone is like a team contract at the beginning sure. of the season. You have all these, you know, um, team expectations and rules. And if you do this, this is what could this is what could happen, or could potentially happen, or even some of them could say at the coaches, the coaching staff's decision or discretion. Don't make it too vague, though. Right. Like it's gotta be you gotta be clear somewhere. Right. <laughs> in terms of this is what we expect. If you do this, then you, this is the consequence that's going to happen. And right. then you have them sign, have the par- their parents sign. And yeah, like you said, if if you're not going to uphold all of those, it's almost like, it's like, what was the point of the contract? Don't do it. Right. What was the point? Yeah. And so, um, so anyway, it's very (laughs) important to stick with, um, what you are telling your at student athletes. And like you said, if you don't, then that kind of shoots down the whole, um, purpose of setting the tone at the beginning of the year. Absolutely. And yeah,
0: yeah, I I, I just think it's really important and you're really setting them up for, again, if you're, I think if you're coaching for the right reason, then you understand that you're coaching for life skills and helping develop your young athletes for life beyond the field or the court. And so, um, we, we got off a track a little bit there, but I mean, the whole idea is composure, right? Like trying to keep your composure. And then when you keep your composure, it helps your athletes keep your, keep their composure as well. Um,
1: Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. So anyways, on to the next next
1: one. Okay. Next one. Topic number four. Yep. We have five. We're almost done already. Okay. Number four, stay positive when adversity hits. Mm -hmm. Now this one, and you and I talked about this already. This one can be like a whole nother... right 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 before we record it i think so yeah yeah, staying positive um, as a coaching staff as a program when adversity hits um oh my gosh it's like there's the possibilities are endless (laughs) with what adversity we're talking about because it's different and it does happen and it's out of our control it's um it's just really important to whatever adversity it is to address it as a as a coaching to first of all discuss it as a coaching staff you should discuss anything as a coaching staff before you address your athletes, right? I think um,
0: that's good. That's a good idea. I mean, yeah. it's smart because you want to make sure everybody's on the same page. Because right. it would be tough if your coaching staff wasn't on the same page, and you, yeah, you know, you put some information out there, yeah. and then, I and mean, we've mm-hmm. seen it before. Sometimes an athlete may not feel comfortable with the head coach, but they feel more comfortable talking to one of the assistant coaches. Right. So if there is something out there, and the coaches aren't on the same page, that right. can kind of just prolong this broken down communication right. because now your head coach says one thing to an right. athlete, your assistant says something else, another right. assistant says assistant says something different, right. and it just kind of makes the whole Absolutely. thing kind of messy.
1: Right. And then there's a sentence in here on this article. It says, um, "Maintaining um, well, adversity is um, is going to happen, mm-hmm. um, but maintaining an eye to the future, like with a positive outlook, and realizing that every setback is temporary." Right. It has a direct impact on how the team reacts to it. So right. just, you know, just, just, you know, talking with them and whatever it, I mean, yeah, that can be a whole nother, a whole nother talk. I'm just, so yeah, many definitely. things are running through my head to talk about. I'm like, I don't want to get off track. So. No, it's okay. No, yeah.
0: it's, I mean, the bottom line is as the coach, you are the leader of the team. Right. And so there's going to be moments where you're going to have to present a strong front right. to your team right? Absolutely. and guide them through the adversity. Yep. And again, I, mm-hmm. I always go back to it, and I, I hate even saying this because it's basically what this podcast is about and what the Character Combine is about, but you're not just develop, developing them as athletes. Right. You're developing them as people. Mm-hmm. And we all know that life doesn't get easier once you graduate high school.
1: Right. You oh, go to the next thing, and then mm-hmm. once you graduate from
0: college – life gets difficult there too because more responsibilities and because of the way life is adversity can strike at any moment yeah
1: and And it doesn't get easier it doesn't
0: get easier (laughs) it gets harder
1: actually right
0: like you start you start having families you you know relationships with with friends and and other things and it's like Mm -hmm. people rely on you and so it makes the adversity more difficult Mm -hmm. or or maybe you find yourself yourself in a position where you don't have those connections to family or friends or anything like that right that adversity is really difficult, too, when you're, yeah. you feel like you're by yourself. Right. And so really in this moment, you're not just teaching them, hey, how are we going to get through this adversity to the goal of our season? But you're right. teaching them, okay, when, when life swings at you, right. when life hits you, yeah. what are you going to do? Right. We're not going to quit. That's mm-hmm. not the tone that we're setting on this team. Right. When adversity hits, we deal with it. We figure right. it out. We keep moving forward. And as a coach, how are you going to present that to them?
1: Right. If
0: yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. in your mind, honestly, in your mind, you might be thinking, I have no clue yeah. in that moment, mm. but the issue becomes when they start, when your athletes start to realize that and right. they say, okay, coach has no clue. Right. They don't know where to lead us. What right. do we do? Right. You've got to maintain It's like, you know what? We're trying to figure this out as coaches. We have no idea what we're yeah. going to do, but I can tell you this, we're going to make it through it. Right. And I think that's the most important thing is presenting that strong right. front and giving them confidence in your in your coaching ability and your leadership ability
1: right absolutely and it falls back on just the point before that with maintaining composure I think yeah absolutely going to well.
0: go the same thing yeah um, for absolutely. sure and I think we you know we can kind of wrap up because I think I do think there's a lot to adversity as a topic yeah. and so we do want to talk about that because it's such a broad mm-hmm. topic and yep. especially here in like you know here in Sacramento mm-hmm. um, yeah. we've heard you hear stories all the time about star players get injured right. and it derails the season because mm-hmm. the team relied so heavily on that team or yeah. that player. Yeah. And you hear other things from grades. An uh, athlete yeah. has bad grades and they get, you know, pulled from the team. Right. And then you hear about more serious life things yeah. where, you know, there's a, a death right. on a team or um, a player has a really bad family situation right. that they're currently dealing with. Maybe it was a death in their family right. or, um, you know, we've heard, athletes who's who might have a, a parent that has a, an illness that's right. you know mm-hmm. really serious right. those are all things so the yeah. the word adversity in this, this sport high school sports world yeah. is really broad so Very. i do think we want to talk about that at some point so yeah. uh, we won't and we are kind of coming up against time so we don't want to we don't want to spend <laughs> okay. too much time there We didn't but. do
1: that bad going off the rails on that one no 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 no, <laughs> that was no, no, good. no.
0: we knew because we, we're trying to save that content yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna save it we will talk about it at a in a different episode.
0: Yeah, so last point.
1: Last point is make the mission bigger than yourself or the organization. Yep. I think that that's a really good one. That's um, your ar- why. Yeah, that's your why and the article does a good job explaining um, to articulate the mission you've undertaken. Um, that's when the team understands the lasting impact that their efforts will have And then there's buy-in, and then there's passion, fulfilling that mission. Right. So just explaining your why, like this is why we're here. This is what. So the the team that I coached for, um, well, we just all know it, so I'll just say it. Mary Jo, she she's done a great job with setting the tone and Mm -hmm. um, um the teams i like to say hashtag the team's hashtag for the past few years has been leave a legacy mm-hmm. so she would talk about just the overall arching our mission like yeah it's nice to win yeah it's nice to get the marbles yeah it's nice to um uh win section sec you know a, a league championship then onto sections like that's our right. goal but the overall huge mission is to leave a mark on this school leave you know right who you are as a person you know, as a person who has grown Mm
0: -hmm. and who
1: has gotten better, um, you know, both on and off the field as a person and a person who's helped others and a person just that people can look up to you. So she has like a bigger, that's a, there's a bigger mission than just winning games. Right. Yeah.
0: And I think you have to have that, uh, especially as a coach, because your, your role in that athlete's life is so crucial to their development And so important and potentially really impactful for the Mm -hmm. rest of their life. If you're not thinking bigger and and if you're not thinking about life development, if you're just thinking about wins and losses, then you really are missing a massive opportunity for influence. And it's a good thing for your your athletes to think about too. Like I said, a few years ago, the combine theme was what's your why? Like, why yeah. do you do what you do? Why right. do you wake up in the morning? Why do you compete? Why do you work hard? All of these things,
1: mm.
0: you're able to push yourself a lot further right. when you have a why. Yeah. If you're just saying, you know, if you're just saying, "Hey, I'm gonna get in the weight room and I'm gonna lift weights," mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Now, if you have a reason for it, right, then it's gonna really, it's gonna really drive you, right. You know, if you're competing and if you're on, as a team, if you're working out together
1: uh-huh.
0: and you're pushing yourselves, if you're just working out as a group, right, that's great. Mm-hmm. But if you realize, okay. We're all trying to get stronger. We're all trying to push each other. We're all trying to achieve the same goal. Then you have a, you have a reason why you're doing what you're doing, yeah. and then it's going to help push you right. Yeah, it's going to push you to be better, and right. that's just really you know across the board in life. When you have a why, it really it really helps you out, and I think it it helps you see that there's it's not just about what you're doing at the moment. It's not just about the task that you're trying to tackle. It's if you have a why. Mm-hmm it just it makes what you're doing way more special yep. and way more important i feel
1: absolutely yeah, yeah and just i i relate every like um i relate a lot of things in my head it translates to either athletics or anything athletics like working out or you know whatever sure. so it's funny because when people ask me why do you work out why do you work out so much why do you run why do you like i will i buy my students all the time why mm-hmm. in a and um and then I'll start listing off all these reasons because if I didn't have any reasons, then I probably wouldn't do it. Right. You know, I'd say, well, it exactly. makes, makes me feel good. Well, I like feeling strong. Well, I like, I like it because it gives me a mental release. Like I just, there's all the, I have a lot of why. Right. Why I do that, and that's why I do it so much, and it's in a, it's for good things, and it's for positive things. So, um, yeah, it's so de- so making the mission bigger than yourself or than organization is definitely. I think the huge over overarching um, uh, goal of setting a positive tone yes. for your season.
0: Absolutely, yeah. because I think athletes can tell if if, mm-hmm. if you're just coaching a team and your your athletes are basically pieces on a chessboard mm. that you just need to move around to yeah. get to what you're trying to get to, then it's not gonna be super effective. And Honestly, I don't think it's gonna be that successful either, but if you are in it, because you know what, I love the game, I want to win, mm-hmm. but I also want to see these athletes win in life. Yeah. Then I think the the success will come, and I think the impact you're gonna ha- you're gonna have is is way greater than anything else right. that you right. know you could do during that season.
1: Yeah. Well, and you said something earlier before we started recording. You said, "Why do you think athletes, student athletes, alumni, why do you think athletes go back to visit their yeah. coach?" It's, it's not because I think you said, like, on May 6th, we won this game against this right, team. Right.
0: No one says that. Yeah. No one says that. Yeah. It's
1: not that. No one, no, that's not. It's a good memory. It's a great memory. Yes. Yeah. But that's not the why. That's probably not the why. It's because they had, they have good memories. They had, they learned this. They learned that. They, just, it, it, it honestly, at the end of the day, has nothing to do with winning. It is about the atmosphere and the positive environment that you create as coaches and as a coaching right. staff. And um it's the why. So that's why that's that's the lasting impact that um this um, world of sports can have on athletes and I think it's the most important part of athletics.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that's a good way to, to wrap it up. Boom. So uh yeah, thank you guys for joining us again. Um as always, we appreciate it and uh, I feel like we cheated a little bit this time because typically we don't yeah. we don't have five points. It felt it felt <laughs> a little bit weird, didn't five it?
1: Five points, yeah. Five well, points.
0: Point number one. We don't typically yeah, we do don't that. We don't
1: do that. Yeah. Some of you are
0: probably thinking, "I wish you would do that more." I know often. they're like
1: they're probably like, "Oh, this was made way better. This is way more structured. They didn't talk about nonsense." until now but yeah i was
0: scared to do the nonsense because i messed up last week
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i'm kidding we're gonna read an article now yeah because we're scared no i'm terrified (laughs) no but no but this i mean maybe we could put this article up like with the um with the episode when we put it up so people can see it yeah i mean we always whatever content we get and josh you've said this before this is not like groundbreaking stuff like we're not like genius you know like we're just going off of not. what we know yeah we're just we read articles we've are we've been athletes and I, we've you know you know coached and public speaking and just sure. from our experience so anyway um so we did get this content today off of an article and we loved it and we just you we know, thought it was good it was great and then there was just a lot of stuff we had to add so right yeah. well and i
0: think you know, again, this is probably doesn't even need to be said, but. Um, Does
1: anything we say that's nonsense need to be said? Not at all. <laughs> but a, we say it anyway. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> but no,
0: I mean, there's been times where we've talked about, like you said, it's not groundbreaking, and we're not trying to be. We're not trying to right. say, hey, coaches, we have the answers. Right. Like, like I've told, I'm, we've been very honest about our experience. Mm-hmm. I'm not a coach. Mm-hmm. I just love sports. I have a passion yeah. for uh, connecting with coaches and athletes and right. seeing them. Uh, do their best with the platform that they've been given. You are a coach. Mm. You are a trainer. You're a teacher. Mm. Um,
1: I've never played. I I mean, to that, if you're talking about that, like I've never played at the highest collegiate level. I've never played. I don't even, I don't play anymore. Like I stopped playing when I was, I think 20, (laughs) you know? right. And so I'm just, yeah. So anyway, so.
0: But no, it's the reason we started this whole thing to begin with was to keep the conversation going about these topics. So hopefully, you know, you listen and it kind of gets your mind thinking about different things. And we've talked, before i'm sure some of the stuff that we've covered has sounded very similar but the bottom line is because it's the character combine podcast yeah character integrity honor Mm -hmm. mental toughness all those things are going to weave throughout every single episode Mm so i feel like in the past we've kind of apologized like sorry we've probably mentioned this before on a previous podcast but the bottom line is it's going to happen so I'm going to try not to say that anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are not sorry. Not sorry. I think I'm going to sing that song next time, by the way. Hey,
0: we have it. We actually have a song. We have
1: a song. It'll be the edited version though. So it'll yes. be the clean cut one. That's good. Okay.
0: And really don't say anything that you shouldn't because I don't want to edit. This. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more work for me.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So Honestly, yes.
0: So, they, okay. Where can they find us, Deb?
1: Um, you can find us at Twitter at sports character, Instagram at character combine, Facebook character combine, and LinkedIn. Yeah. I think that's it. That's all the sites. Yeah. Yeah. So I think go so. YouTube. Follow- we have some stuff on YouTube too. Okay. YouTube. Yeah. And then, so yeah, follow us, subscribe, leave comments. Um, we're very, we love socializing. We will socialize <laughs> with you on social media. So even if you just want to talk trash to us, it'll, you know, oh that's us. fine
0: yeah that's not a problem for me at all <laughs> I, I, I don't I'm pretty I'm pretty easy going so that's not gonna hurt my feelings We
1: could dish it and we could take it that's right. All right so be
0: prepared be prepared all right I mean, we're just joking I don't want to deal with that
1: <laughs> <laughs> please don't do that please don't do that don't. I don't want to anyway, cry I know yeah <laughs> All right guys thank you so much We'll right. see you next time see you we see don't ya. see them you'll hear us next time hear okay you? this is bad all right we need to stop this stop recording I'm all just right. gonna cut this last chunk out okay good <laughs> all right Bye, guys. see you.